Welcome to Episode 6 of The Parent's Guide to Uni, produced in the studios of Phoenix Radio at the University of Southern Queensland, Springfield Campus. This episode is all about getting a head start on uni, studying a university course whilst still at school. Having studied that course allowed me to go, hang on, no, this is not what I want to commit myself to after school and I had enough time to change my QTAC application for uni without incurring any costs. I'm Spencer Halson and my co-host is USQ School Engagement Coordinator, Michelle Killen. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Spencer. Also in this episode are USQ Head Start Coordinator, Jamie O'Reilly, and first-year student Alex Walker, who completed three USQ Head Start subjects as a school student. Jamie, what is Head Start? Absolutely. So Head Start is a program designed for our high-achieving, motivated students from the end of grade 10 through grade 11 and grade 12, where students can study a university-level subject from a first-year course while they're still at school. So it is designed as an academic extension program, um, but it's a fantastic opportunity for students to experience university. So it's not, not instead of one of their high school courses, it's as well as, is That it? is correct, yes. So it's not designed to replace anything at school. It is an extension program for those students seeking that edge, seeking that experience or, or something to add onto their school subjects. Jamie, you said at the end of year 10, so does that mean while they're still in school or are you sort of talking about after year 10 finishes? Yes, so talking about our semester three. So starting off um, at the end, once they finish their year 10 studies. So our semester three starts in November and finishes that February timeframe. So it it is a great opportunity during the school holidays. There might be some overlap there of of school going back in the new year, but it is a great opportunity um, while students are on their holidays. It sounds amazing. It, it does, although, I mean, you've got to be dedicated and hats off to yes. you to want to do it. And that's what this program is for. There are so many great programs here for, for all the different types of people that, that we are. Alex, why were you keen to study in, you know, in your summer holidays yeah. to get a head start on uni? Well, um, considering I did three head start courses, I did start in the grade 10 semester three, as Jamie was saying. So um, I was pushed. I was one of those academic students in school and my parents were like, this would really help you get your, you can get a feel for uni study. Um, It'll help out later in my degree as well. So I started off with a broad subject to kind of get a feel for what tertiary study would be like. Um, And then I went on from there because I really enjoyed it. I was going to ask you about that. I'm pleased you said that it was a broad subject because Mm -hmm. a lot of students don't know, even when they get to the end of grade 12, what they want to do at university. So at the end of, of, of year 10, it's good, I suppose, to take that approach. It gives mm. you a broad introduction. Yeah. So like the subject I did as an example was communication and scholarship, um, which focused on writing tertiary level assignments, um, referencing to a university standard, where to find your sources, how to contact lecturers, things like that, which are skills that I'm still using in my degree now. Without them, I feel like I would have had a little bit of a rougher start, semester one maybe, but this course really helped in grade 10 as well for me to start practising those skills. Well, yeah, it would have helped you extraordinarily mm. in grade 11 yep. and 12. Yeah, my standard of work was uh, much you, you higher. You must have done pretty well, I reckon, <laughs> in 11 and 12. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, you said 
you know, that, that was a broad course. But how many mm. courses are available on the Head Start program? Absolutely. So we have a lot of different courses, over 70 courses available. Um, essentially, that there is basically something from every study area that we offer. Some areas are a little bit more limited um, with the suitability of the courses, but the likes of your business, education, engineering, there are many subjects available, which is quite exciting to give students the opportunity, if they would like, to take more than one subject mm, as okay. they go through. Big question, Jamie. How much does it cost? Yeah. I mean, it's a university subject, Absolutely. right? And that is one of the biggest, I guess, um, advantages of taking Head Start. The first subject is completely free. So the only cost that you may incur, which is something to consider, it is a textbook essentially. But for the course itself, completely free. If you do look to do an additional subject like Alex has done, it is heavily discounted. So it's at least half the price of doing it as part of an undergraduate degree. So a lot of advantages financially to doing it under Head Start. I'm wondering whether, like, do they have to come onto campus or is it something that they can sort of do online? Absolutely. So majority of the subjects can be done all via online. And to be honest, majority of our Head Start students do do it that way. Probably around that 90% each semester do it online so that it can fit in and around, you know, their school studies and it's not going to, um, you know, take away from that experience. There are a couple of subjects um, around, you know, the health side of things, especially, so such as human anatomy and physiology, which may have a few days on campus doing your hands-on elements, which of course is adding to the experience. So it's, you know, a great chance to come on and, and have those hands-on facilities in our exciting mm. facilities and you get to meet other Head Start students as well. So yeah. if they wanted to come onto campus... Can they? Like Absolutely. if they're an online student, but for whatever reason, yeah. a lecture happens to be at a time Absolutely. when schools... And, and it's great when that happens, if it does fit into a school schedule, or we do have students who are home educated that, that take this program as well. You can certainly come onto campus and, and experience that life. You can mix it up a little bit as well. So even though you might be an online student, there's always the opportunity to come on see the facilities, utilise the library, you have all the access of a normal normal USQ student, which is exciting. So you can certainly take that up. You can meet your lecturer for coffee as well, which we highly recommend. They're always excited if you're willing to, to fork out a cuppa for them as well. So you can definitely do that. I was somebody who basically studied all three of my Head Start courses online. The only time I ever really came on campus was to get my textbooks or to take a couple of examinations. My stepsister, however, did human anatomy and physiology, and so she was online for those lab programs. And she on, said on she, campus. On campus, sorry, yeah. And she really enjoyed them. She could not stop talking about how much she loved that. So. <laughs> and you've continued on as a an online student, partly online and partly yeah. on campus yeah. anyway. So. Yeah, I love online study. It's the flexibility surrounding that. I can do it whenever, wherever. You know, if I miss a lecture, I can always catch up. And so things like that. You need to, I know this is a bit off topic for this episode, but you do need to be a motivated student, yeah. I think, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of self-discipline. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, what about your experience with studying? So you said you've studied three subjects. Mm -hmm. What ones were they? I started with communication and scholarship. And then that was my broad subject to be like, oh, what, you know, what do I want to do at uni? I was only in grade 10. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, I realised I had a passion for writing, so I was like, maybe I try Introduction to English Literature because it is still really cheap while I'm at school taking time with my course. So I was like, try that. I really enjoyed that. And then I was like, hey, I want to be a writer, but, you know, I also want to be, 
you know, having an income and, you know, not reaching off my parents for the rest of my life. So I was like, I want to be a psychologist. I applied for the Foundation in Psychology B Head Start program and did that in semester two of my grade 12 study. How'd you Mm. find that? Um, Well, studying psychology, I kind of walked into grade 12 going, I want to be a psychologist. But doing that subject, I realised that the, my perception of psychology and what it actually was were two very different things. So having studied that course allowed me to go, hang on, no, this is not what I want to commit myself to after school. And I had enough time to change my QTAC application for uni without incurring any costs, which was amazing. Mm, that's very handy. How does it all work in terms of the credit that you get for your university mm degree once you come to USQ. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Alex is probably a great example there where, um, you know, a number of the subjects that she did do under Head Start relate to the degree that she's now studying now. Mm. One of them, for example, I guess being psychology um, may not necessarily, you know, have credited towards a degree outside of that scope. So um, it it does depend if what you're moving into does relate to your previous study um, to get that academic credit. There are often what we call electives within a lot of our degrees as well, which offer that flexibility to still gain that academic credit um, and and utilise that program structure as well. Um, But, you know, like like Alex said, it gave her the opportunity to experience it. It it may have changed, you know, slightly her her mind and it wasn't a huge Mm. commitment to that. So as long as you're probably moving into a similar space, um, the academic credit should Mm. come with you for those subjects. And are they worth the same as if you had done them here after school? Yeah, exactly So are they they changed at all for high school students? No, they're not. And and that is something important to to consider, that it is a university subject, um, you know, that, that anyone going into that level degree will undertake. So they aren't modified in any way. Um, It is certainly that academic extension um, is the whole aim of this program. So they are first year subjects um, taken straight from the degree. Is there extra support? Because we're talking 15, 16, 17 year olds, obviously. That's Mm. exactly right. Yes. So one of the biggest um, differences in the application process, especially, is that the school from that where that student is from has to, you know, accept that application and and sign off on it essentially. So that school needs to showcase their support um, as well as parents during that application stage before things even progress too far to make sure we've got that support all around, that support network. Once they do get to USQ, um, there is a dedicated student relationship officer um, specifically for our Head Start cohort. So that's Zoe in Toowoomba who looks after our distance students as well and then here um, for our Springfield Ipswich students. So that is a particular person there to look after you. Mm. It is important, like I mentioned before, that Head Start students can access the same USQ support as any other student. So, you know, access to the library, to the library support systems, you know, to the learning and development areas and support as well. You're listening to The Parent's Guide to Uni, a podcast series from the University of Southern Queensland. For some students, an associate degree is the best way to start uni. To find out more, listen to episode four. If you're not sure about committing to a program and you want to dip your toe in the water, then having a look at the associate degree and starting with that would be an excellent opportunity to find out how well it suits you. That's all in episode four. Now back to episode six, getting a head start on uni. 
Is there a limit to how many subjects they can study under Head Start? Yes, so we do have a limit to six subjects, um, which as you can probably imagine is a fair workload to to take on. We have had a few students do that and that really does involve taking a subject every semester, almost from the end of grade 10 to achieve that. So they can do six subjects. Um, It's a massive workload and and commitment to get to that point, but that is, yeah, what's available. So it sounds to me like what you're saying is that they could potentially almost do a first semester of their university yeah, before they even get to university, essentially. Exactly right, exactly right. So if you're fortunate enough, I suppose, to have so many Head Start courses available, because some areas are a little bit limited with how many are deemed appropriate for our um, high school students. But if you you know, do have that option, absolutely. That's a huge chunk of your future degree um, that may very well be credited. Wow. Eligibility criteria for it? Essentially looking at a B grade average is our, you know, biggest criteria item to to tick off. We are, of course, looking for that support from a parental perspective and a school perspective as well. We just want to make sure everyone's on the same page, um, you know, when a student's coming towards it. But um, B grade average. OP, ATAR. You don't have to be OP eligible. We're looking for that B grade average across at least three subjects, which is pretty standard in schools. And and is there guaranteed entry then to USQ after school? Yes. So as long as you're looking at a related degree and you do meet the subject prerequisite. So that's still very important. If you do need to meet four semesters of English, etc., you do need to still maintain that. But yes, if you move into a related degree, you are able to gain entry into USQ. And like on top of the direct entry, because we spoke about the benefits to uni students once you do get out of school, as a high school student, not only do you receive direct entry, but two QC credits per subject you pass as well, which helps in the ATAR and OP system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all starts to snowball Mm -hmm. in a very positive way. One's feeding the other and next thing you know, you're at at uni and you're on your way. And it all gets picked up, you know, in that that QTAC application at the end of the day. So, Mm -hmm. you know, students are able to, to list that down. So you don't have to do anything like extra when you're doing your application at the end of the year yeah, 12. Yeah, that's correct. Yep. In order to gain entry, that's correct. So, you know, you just list it under your QTAC application. Um, they will pick up um, because it's a university. They'll be able to pick up how you've gone in your grades and in your studies, etc. with USQ as well. You do need to always remember to do a, a credit um, application once you get to that pointy end of the system to make sure your subjects get credited across. But that's an internal process. How early... In, with your your child in high school, should you be considering this sort of thing? I think it's it's great to start thinking about towards the end of grade 10, you know, if it is something that, that you feel you'd, you'd be in a position to take on something extra and extend yourself for this experience um, so that you can start thinking about an application, etc., you know, long-term, you know, it has many benefits as you go through. So we have many cases of students only either hearing about Head Start or only being in a position to undertake it in grade 12, and that's okay. Um, We've certainly had a few that have done it at the end of grade 12, which is quite interesting. Um, But yeah, it's a great experience. I think no matter where you are in your schooling, it just does need to fit in with what you can commit to. Alex, there must have been challenges doing this. It, It must have been difficult at times. Yeah. Um, I found for my first one it was difficult because it was a step up in regards to my standard of work and navigating the the USQ study desk and where all the course materials were located. 
Um, I also did find it a bit difficult because when I was studying semester three, my family was looking at going on a holiday. So I was actually down in Tasmania doing all of my assignments and things, um, which is where the online study came in handy. But at the same time, I then had to manage my family commitments alongside this. Um, that was similar to the next one that I took in semester three of grade 11. However, my grade 12 semester two course foundation in psychology B, I found difficult for different reasons. So that one, I'd actually dropped senior chemistry for last semester. I did 18 months of that and was like, no, not chemistry. I don't like that. Um, but I then ended up with a study line to do my lectures in and it's staying focused enough to do my own lectures. I'm not one of those people that has very much self-discipline. So my parents are a big driving force there. Um, and so having to do that in my own study line and research everything and get my assignments in, yeah, a little bit tough there, but... Well, you did it. Yeah. And that, for me, that's great to hear that you're, you you um, identify as someone who doesn't have great yeah. self-discipline, but with that support at mm -hmm. home, yeah. you were able to do this. Yeah, well, the support at home and um, I actually... My SRO for the, my first two courses was named um, Emma, and Emma actually called me several times like leading up to an assignment she called me you know while I was at sport training and I'd be like hello and she's like how are you going with uni study and then she called me eight hours before one of my assignments was due actually so I was sitting there working on it and she's like hey just checking up to see how you're going with this assignment like need any help or you know you feel like you're on track with it and I was like oh yeah you know I'm doing it right now bit late but in well a bit late for in regards to me but I'm getting it done and so she was there to let me know that if I felt like I wasn't going to get it finished that I could contact her for help yeah and fantastic Mm. SRO, Student Relationship mm. Officer. Yep. Alex, I was just going to ask you, in terms of parents, mm -hmm. from your perspective as a student going through this, what do you think parents should know about supporting their young person if they were wanting to do a Head Start? I can only really speak from personal yep. experience. So my parents, I needed like that, Alex, come out here and do your work. Like do it at the dinner table while we're cooking dinner so I can see that you're working. I found that my mum helped me learn how to how to navigate the study desk. So it was a bit touch and go for both of us where she's like, just click things. And then I'm like, okay. And so she actually learned how to navigate study desk before I did and then helped me and guided me through that process. Jamie, I know Alex talked about doing three subjects. Mm. Is that something that's common? Like do people kind of do one subject and go, oh my gosh, I never want to do that again? Or <laughs> yeah. what do we find? Absolutely. Yes. And more and more so, which is quite exciting to see the, you know, same names popping up on my list each yeah. semester. It's very exciting. Um, so more and more, um, probably getting beyond that three subjects is, is quite unique. Um, we probably don't tend to see that many students undertaking it for many reasons, commitment yeah. reasons, etc. Mm. But taking that second and third subject is more and more popular. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure that that means students are enjoying it and, and that those students have that skill set to keep taking with them each semester and, and, and keep that time management going in order yeah. to, to take those additional subjects. Yeah. 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 As a parent, I suppose one question that I would have is what would be the study expectation? Like if, if my student was doing a Head Start subject, a university subject. I imagine the study load's probably a little bit different to what it might be for a school subject. I am somebody who actually did a lot of different things around Head Start. So I played three sports competitively. I was academic. I do a lot of community service. Um, I was a school leader, things like that. And I was doing Head Start. So 
the study load, they might make it seem pretty hard, you know, getting all your weekly activities done and working on your assignments, but it's pretty okay to manage around your school studies. And especially if you're doing it semester three, because you have all that time as well. So I'm not quite sure what the time frame though is for. Yeah. Well, in terms of what we recommend, and especially in the the busier weeks where Mm. you do have assignments due, et cetera, it is around that 10 hours a week that we do recommend, but that can be in bite-sized chunks that, that certainly, you know, not all at once or only over a couple of days, you know, that involves everything from listening to your two-hour recorded lecture, perhaps, that, you know, if you're an online student um, that you didn't attend, that's always recorded and posted up for you to listen to after school or, you know, sitting in bed one night, etc. So they're bite-sized chunks. So after that, you might do some activities that were, you know, sort of designed for the tutorial situations, you know, work through those activities and then you might progress on to some assessment work, etc. So it really can be in those bite-sized chunks in and around your other commitments throughout the week if you get into a good schedule and you know hopefully work out what you've got on each week and and can make sure that you're slotting the the couple hours in here there you know maybe half a day on the weekend etc in the next episode of the parent's guide to uni helping your young person make choices one of the things that when I talk to parents I try to really remind them of is that we are way beyond the one job for the rest of your life right now and you know the current statistics are suggesting that young people leaving school at the moment will have up to five distinct careers and around 17 different jobs across their lifetime. That's coming up in episode seven. If you know other parents who could benefit from this podcast make sure you tell them about it and for more information about the University of Southern Queensland visit usq.edu.au. Today's world is more competitive. Challenges are more complex. Industries more rapidly changing. Employers more demanding. You need to think bigger, act faster, work smarter. And to do it, you need to be more than skilled, more than relevant, more than qualified, more than confident, more than employable. Become more with the University of Southern Queensland, the number one uni for graduate employment in Queensland. Apply now at usq.edu.au.